you all did a fantastic job of spotting the odd one out in all of our pictures. Well done. And today we are thinking about someone who was the odd one out all of the time. He was the odd one out with his friends. He was the odd one out in his job. He was the odd one out. In fact, he was the odd one out in his whole country. You see, the Bible tells us that Daniel had been taken from his home country to an enemy city um, when he was just a boy. And in this enemy land, he'd been given a really important job. The Bible says king, the king of the, the, the country, King Darius, made Daniel a supervisor. And he did his job so well that the king planned to put Daniel in charge of the whole country. Now, reading from, we've got a Bible reading from Daniel chapter 6, and it says, um, because of this, the other supervisors and governors tried to find reasons to accuse Daniel about his work in the government, but they couldn't find anything wrong with him for any reason, uh, and they couldn't find any reason to accuse him because he was trustworthy and not lazy or dishonest. Finally, these men said, we will never find any reason to accuse Daniel unless it is about the law of his God. So we're going to find out a little bit more about what happened next, what happened to Daniel. And I need some volunteers to help me. So I need two volunteers to start with. There'll be other opportunities, but we've got two to start with. Which one of you would like to be the king and which would like to be Daniel? You'd like to be the king. Here we go. And you'll be Daniel. So let's come on the stage. Come on the stage. Okay. So the Bible tells us that a long time ago, there was a man called Daniel. Here we go. Here's Daniel. And a king called Darius. Okay. And um, so Daniel had worked for the king all of his life. So Daniel had worked for the king all of his life. Uh, Daniel also knew God. He knew that God was wise and strong and loving and the greatest. Daniel and God were really good friends. Every day, morning, midday and evening, Daniel would talk to God, just like you talk to any friend. He'd tell him about his day, about his problems at the palace, what sort of mood the king was in. Anything and everything. And God listened to Daniel. Now, King Darius admired Daniel and listened to everything he said carefully. Daniel always spoke the truth. And because God had given him good advice, he was always having brilliant ideas. The king always took notice about what Daniel said and the other important people in the palace became more and more annoyed. So I need, at this point, um, I need two volunteers and I need Paul to come and be important people in the palace. Okay, so we have, we have, so you guys, you guys are important people in the palace. Okay. And um, here we go. Um, they became more and more annoyed, okay? 
And so when you think about Daniel, you, th- you want to say... He makes us look stupid. Who does he think he is? I hate him. Ah, there we go. Can you feel the tension rising? (sighs) And they began huddling together in corners, trying to come up with some idea of how to get rid of Daniel. That arm crossing is very in character. Well done. Eventually, one man, a famous Bible character called Percy, um, came up with a cunning plan. Although King Darius appreciated Daniel's honest approach, the king was very vain. Can you look quite vain? You like, oh, everybody, I'm very important and very, yes, there we go. Um, And liked people saying nice things about him. So one morning when Daniel was about doing royal business, so can you just step off the stage a minute? Daniel was off. Uh, Percy went into the royal apartments, threw himself down on the Persian rug and said, Oh, great and wonderful king. I, I can hardly bring myself to breathe in the presence of your majesty. Please allow me to grovel at your feet. Certainly, dear boy, said the king. Your majesty, the people, they know you are handsome and strong and very wise. Do they? replied the king, feeling rather proud. Can you look very proud? Yes, there you go. But perhaps, perhaps they do not know quite how wonderful you are. (gasps) Don't they? replied the king, now feeling quite worried. Can you look worried? Mm. Why don't we make a new law? that says that people can only pray to you and no one else for the next 30 days. Excellent, excellent. Let's do it. Seems to look decisive. Look decisive. Put your hands on your hips like you've decided. That's it. That's it. Um, Brilliant. Percy grinned sneakily, bowed, and left the throne room. And so it turned out that by the time Daniel had come back to the palace... A new law had been written and sealed by the king and was to be enforced by the whole palace guard. Daniel heard about this new law as he reached the palace gates. The king welcomed him in as usual. Can you welcome him in? Can you? That's it. That's it. Well done. The king told Daniel of the new law he devised all by himself without Daniel's help. He was very proud of himself. Can you, can you look proud? Yeah. Um, Congratulations, my lord king, said Daniel. Tell me about it. So the king told him about the law and the people having to pray to him alone. Ah, said Daniel. Can you say ah? Ah. And what will happen to those who disobey? The king told him that Percy had come up with a good idea. Oh, said Daniel. Oh. Can you look quite worried? You still look worried. <laughs> Brilliant. The new law says that anyone praying to someone other than me will be thrown into a pit of lions. Oh dear, oh dear, said Daniel softly. 
Oh dear. And he kept saying this to himself as he went home for dinner. Can you um, uh, pretend that you're eating dinner and say, oh dear, at the same time? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. And when he talked to God... Oh dear, oh dear. And when he climbed into bed... Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> in fact he kept in fact he kept on saying this to himself even in his sleep asleep troubled by dreams of bright eyes golden manes and very large teeth oh dear oh dear <laughs> the next morning everyone started praying to the king but daniel prayed to god instead can you look like you're praying to god put your hands together at midday, everyone still prayed to the king, but Daniel talked to God instead. In the evening, when everyone else was praying to King Darius, Daniel was talking to God. All the other people were too afraid to disobey the king, but Daniel and God were friends. Daniel didn't want to stop talking to God. God was his best friend. Of course, this is what Daniel's enemies wanted. Percy and a few friends had sneaked round to Daniel's house to spy on him as he was praying. You look like you're praying. <laughs> Daniel made no secret of what he was doing. He sat by the open window talking to God as usual, like a friend. After they saw this, Percy went to the king. Oh, great and wonderful king. I'm afraid I have some... Shocking news for you. What is it? said the king. Please tell me. I'm afraid to tell you. One of your advisers has broken your laws. The king was annoyed. Can you look very annoyed? Oh, yes, very stern. Who has done such a thing? Daniel. Daniel has. <laughs> Daniel is still praying three times a day to his God. The king looked very serious and sad. He looked sad. Mm. When they told him what had happened, but he had to agree that Daniel had broken the new law. Daniel was arrested and bundled off to the king. Can you arrest Daniel? Can you bring him to the king? That's it. That's it. Oh, um... Here we go. Uh, Daniel said, I'm sorry for disobeying you, my Lord King, but God is too good a friend to give up. I understand, said the king. But, oh, wonderful, amazing king, Daniel has broken the law, a law written and signed by yourself. All the king could say to Daniel was, may your God rescue you. And then Daniel was put into the pit where the lions lived. Could you go and throw Daniel into the pit? Take him off the stage. That's it. There we go. Stay there. Stay there. Um, and they were very happy. Can you look very happy that, that you've won? Maybe a high five. High five. There we go. Now, at this point, I need four lions. 
four lions. You guys need to get out of the lion's pit. Who would like to be a lion? Okay. Who wants to be a lion? Lion, lion, come on then. You be a lion. Got anybody at the back who wants to be a lion? Come to the front. <gasps> Daniel, you can be a lion. You can be a lion. We need two more lions. We need two more lions. Okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. So you lions, can you can you um, prowl around Daniel? Can you prowl around? No, no roaring yet. Just prowl. Just prowl, looking menacing, looking menacing. All night, King Darius walks up and down in his room. Can you walk up and down, pace up and down? Daniel, uh, all night long, all the king could say to himself was, Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Keep pacing, keep saying, oh dear. In the morning, the king was at the entrance of the pit at first light. So here we go. Here we go. Oh dear, exactly. Exactly. Um, He shouted, Daniel, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel. Was your God able to save you? Yes, your majesty, said Daniel. God sent an angel to shut the lion's mouths. They did not harm me at all. Isn't it wonderful? I knew God wouldn't let me down. The king was overjoyed to hear his friend was alive and gave orders for Daniel to be pulled out of the pit. Can you pull Daniel out of the pit now? No. (laughs) Pull him out of the pit. That's it. Back on the stage. At this point, the lions roared ferociously. (laughs) 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 But everyone could see that Daniel had not been hurt at all. My dear Daniel, the king said. I think they probably had a hug at this point. Do you want a hug? With your cousin, that's it. It is wonderful. This just goes to show that God is the best friend to have after all. Well done. Let's give our volunteers a round of applause. Well done, guys. Well done, everyone. Well done. Why don't you take your seats for a moment? So we heard in our story how Daniel was the odd one out. The people around him all acted differently from him. In fact, they didn't like him because he was different. It must have been really hard for Daniel to be the odd one out. Now, there are lots of different reasons why we can sometimes feel like the odd one out. Maybe all of our friends are really sporty and we struggle to catch a ball. Maybe our friends like to gossip and we feel like the odd one out when we choose not to join in. Maybe we feel like the odd one out because of how we look or our background or our abilities or disabilities. Turn to the person next to you just for a moment and say, tell them when you feel like the odd one out, a time when you feel like the odd one out. Now, a big, a big one for most of us 
A big one for most of us is likely to be um, when we're feeling to be the like we're odd the one out. It's because we're a Christian, we're a follower of Jesus. The way that we think or feel or act is so often different to those around us. They think it's silly to think that God is king. Now, I think one of the reasons I think God gave us the book of Daniel is to encourage God's people any time or any place where they are the odd one out. When we're trying to be faithful to God, when those around us think our way of life is stupid, when we're stupid, that what we believe is stupid, we can be encouraged by the story of Daniel. You know, we all know it's hard to be the odd one out, but Daniel didn't run away and hide or spend all of his time just with the people like him. Instead, he worked hard. He kept his position in government. He would have made friends with the people around him. He would have dressed like a Babylonian. He would have been part of the culture. But then there were moments, like we heard, a line in the sand moments, when he recognized he couldn't give in to that part of the culture, that it would hurt his friendship with God to do that like praying to the king rather than to God, as we heard in our story. Now, Daniel, in fact, wasn't completely alone. He had three friends who also trusted and served God. The Bible tells us that those three friends prayed together. And that's one of the reasons why it's really important for us to be part and to be regularly part of church It helps us to remember that we're not alone. We're not the only ones. Uh, We're not the odd ones out. We're not the only ones following God. It's important to be in a place where we're not the odd ones out because of what we believe. And we can be encouraged by each other um, uh, and as we worship King Jesus together. But being the odd one out is still hard. Around the world, there are Christians who are persecuted for their faith, where being the odd one out can be dangerous, just like it was for Daniel. How do they keep following Jesus when it's so hard? How do Christians in persecuted countries um, keep following Jesus when it's so hard? We're going to listen. I've got a quick video now. We're going to listen to Hammy's story. Hi, my name is Hamid. I live in Iran, where it's dangerous to follow Jesus. My parents are Christians, but in secret. We go to church at Pastor Malad's house. I love Pastor Malad. Every week, he tells us all about Jesus, how he died for everyone and wants people to be friends with God. One day, we were on our way to church when we saw Pastor Malad being taken away in a police car. When we got home, Mama explained. Pastor Malad has been arrested and now he's in jail. Why? For teaching us about Jesus and how much Jesus loves us. So Pastor Malad went to jail for us? Why would he do that? Because Pastor Malad follows Jesus. Jesus loved us so much that he died to save us. And Pastor Malad was so full of Jesus' love, he chose to share it with us, even though he knew he could go to prison for it. 
What will happen to Pastor Malad? I don't know, but with Jesus there is always hope. I know you're worried about Pastor Malad, but Jesus tells us we can trust him instead of worrying. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. Should we pray for Pastor Malad? So how do persecuted Christians keep following Jesus? Did you hear what it said on the video? Hammy said that Pastor Malad was so full of Jesus' love that he chose it to share, to chose to share it with others, even though he risked going to prison. How do we keep following Jesus when we're the odd ones out? When people laugh at us or make fun of us, when we're afraid to speak about what we believe, we too can ask Jesus to fill us with his love. We can come each day and ask him to to fill us with his love. In the Bible, the disciple John uh, tells us, Um, In 1 John 4, verse 18, where God's love is, there is no fear because God's perfect love drives out fear. God's love drives out our fear. God's love can drive out the fear of being the odd one out. And just as we heard in the video, the disciple John also tells us that Jesus said, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me. We can trust Jesus to be be with us. Whatever is happening in our life, Jesus is completely trustworthy. So we're going to spend a few moments now talking to Jesus. First, we are going to just take a moment to pray for Christians uh, in Iran, like Hami and Pastor Milad, who have to worship Jesus in secret. If you've got children with you, then maybe help them, um, sort of draw them close now, and we can pray, they can perhaps pray just that first sentence. We pray for Christians in Iran to be filled with God's love. But we're just going to take a moment now. Now, just in our little groups um, to pray for uh, that Christians in Iran, might, uh, that God's love takes away their fear, that God's love gives them hope and that God's love gives them courage. So just one or two minutes now just to pray together for Christians in Iran. Father God, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Iran today. We pray for those who are in prison, those who are in fear. We pray that you might fill them with your love and that love might uh, dispel their fear, might give them courage. You might give them hope for the future. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to pray for ourselves. We're going to take a moment just before we worship together to finish. We're going to pray for ourselves and um, to that we also might be filled with Jesus' love. So that we can be brave. When we're the odd ones out, we can be brave in those situations. And it sometimes helps us to connect with Jesus just to change our posture. It can help us to to stand up. And sometimes it can help us just to hold out our hands to connect with God. So why don't you do that now? If you feel um, able to, why don't you stand with me? If you feel comfortable, you can put your hands out um, just as a sign that you want to receive more of God's love today and I'm going to pray and we're going to pray together
and we say, King Jesus, we want to be filled by your Holy Spirit, just like Pastor Milad. We say, come Holy Spirit, will you fill us today? Fill us with your love. And, and then we just wait for a moment. We just wait for a moment. Sometimes our brains and our spirits just need to catch up. So we just wait on God and say we long to meet with you, Jesus, by your spirit. You know, sometimes others can make it hard to follow you. And maybe, maybe just talk to Jesus just quietly in your own minds, just about situations where you're fearful, where you're feeling afraid. Situations where you feel like you're the odd one out. And we, Lord, receive your love today. We thank you that your love casts out all fear. Will you remove, you take away our fears from us as we hand them to you. Amen.